I'm Angie Robertson, and you're listening to Spirit-Led Life, Episode 6. We've learned in Episode 5 that we are made of three parts, and each of those parts has three parts. On today's episode, I'm going to do a January recap of what has been supporting me in each of those areas. I'll even share a little from my journal and what God spoke to me in January. I hope this episode inspires and encourages you. Let's go to the show. This episode is going to be a little different, and I hope to do these types of recaps each month. I'd love to know what you think, and if you are on my list to receive emails from me when new episodes drop, and also a little behind the scenes of each episode, feel free to reply to one of those emails with what you think about these recaps. If you aren't on the list, well, this is your invitation to join the list. And you can do that by going to spiritledlifepodcast.com. And you'll scroll down a little bit and you'll see a subscriber form to join the list. And I'd love to have you join us. I share a little bit of the behind the scenes on each episode and what took place, as well as you get to know when the episode drops. I have a long list because there's basically nine parts in total. So let's dive in. As we learned in episode five, we are made of three parts. And again, those three parts have three parts. So in in total, we have nine parts. Just a quick recap of those parts are, for the body, there is speech, the five senses, and action. Our soul is made up of our mind, will, and emotions. And our spirit is made up of our conscience, fellowship, and intuition. I'll start with the body and share what supported me in January. For speech, sharing and launching this podcast has allowed me to use my voice literally and figuratively. I'm a bit of a verbal processor, so hearing what God has given me to say to all of you has also helped me to receive it in a new way. For the five senses, there is so much that I could say here, but I'm going to stick to one, and it's an interesting one. I do regular maintenance appointments once a month with my chiropractor. At my session in January, I was sharing with him that ever since I had the virus, you know, the big one, in 2020 and again in 2022, my nose and my ears seem to be plugged. So like I'll blow my nose and I can feel it like draining out of my ear. I hope that didn't gross anybody out, but it's just kind of this reciprocal thing going on. If I blow my nose, I literally my hearing increases and I can hear better. So it's they're definitely correlating. Also, my husband has informed me that on more than one occasion, I snore pretty loudly, enough to where he has to go sleep on the couch. Oops. (laughs) Well, I shared all this with my chiropractor at my January appointment, and he asked me a series of questions. How often am I snoring? How am I lying when I snore in the bed? Like, how am I laying down in the bed when it begins? To which actually my husband has to answer that because I'm asleep. And then how is my breathing during my waking hours? Do I have, did I have tubes in my ears? Which I don't. And after answering all his questions, he then asked me if I have ever had my ears adjusted. And I'm sorry, did you just say my ears? Like it didn't, I didn't understand what he was asking me because I've gone to the chiropractor for decades and all my years I've gone to various different chiropractors. He's fairly new to me. I've never had one of my chiropractors offer to adjust my ears. 
So after telling him no, he asked me if I would like to have my ears adjusted, to which I said, of course. And after he adjusted my said ears, let me tell y'all, I was amazed at the immediate relief I had. I could feel the pressure relieve in my ears and in my sinuses. And you like if you've ever been to the chiropractor, if you get an adjustment and you do like the manual manipulation, you can hear your bones popping, if you will. That's what they're doing. It's just kind of the gas is releasing out of your bones as they align your spine. I actually heard the my ears pop, my the bones in my ears pop. It was very bizarre. But I walked out in such a dumbfounded state of wonder as to why I have never mentioned this to a chiropractor before. In fact, as I record this episode, I just went for my February adjustment today and had him adjust my ears again. Now, we didn't have as near dramatic results because what we did in January has actually held strong. And so there wasn't much adjusting he needed to do, but I was still amazed yet again. So if you are struggling with sinuses or allergies and you have a chiropractor, ask them about this procedure if you haven't ever done that before. So the more you know, there you are. The last area of the body is action. And for me, it is taking walks at my favorite state park along with my hubby. It is a good two-mile hike. And halfway through, there are some benches that are by the water. And we sit and have a wonderful conversation, or we just let the sun warm our face, or both. We live in the panhandle of Florida, so the weather gets a little bit cooler here than you know most areas of Florida. Sitting in the sun is one of my most favorite things during this time of the year. Let's move on to soul. For my mind, it has been a new journaling practice I have Im- implemented at the beginning of this year. I actually write in a digital journal on my iPad with my Apple Pencil, which side note, all Apple products are like iPhone, iPad, iMac, but we call the pencil an Apple Pencil. I'm wondering why we don't call it an iPencil. It's just a random thought. Welcome to my brain. (laughs) Anyway, every year I have a little ritual where I create a new journal and the cover of my journal is my vision board for the year. Normally in my journal, I have blank unlined pages and I free write whenever I feel the need to journal or if I want to capture something or God is speaking something to me, which I'll share a whole episode on soon on how you can communicate with God through journaling. This year, I decided to put some structure to my journaling. And at first I purchased a digital planner, but quickly realized that wasn't going to work for me. It felt way too cold, way too stark, way too uninspiring. I then decided to drop the day planner and I hopped into my Canva account, which if you're not familiar with Canva, it's an actual tool that you can, online tool you can use to design graphics and different things. I love it. It's what I use to design the graphic for this podcast. It's what I use to do all my graphics with. But I went into my Canva and I looked for planner templates that were in there. I didn't want a full out planner, just a few elements from a planner. So this is what I came up with. I have three pages. On the first page, I have a list of top priorities for the day. What the weather will be for that day. How many hours of sleep did I get? Did I wake up at 3 a.m.? Because if you're in perimenopause or menopause, you know. And did I exercise the day before? 
What I'm finding with the three priorities for the day is that I become real intentional on what those will be and only doing three keeps things realistic for me. I'm also finding I actually achieve these three priorities on most days, which is awesome. On the second page, it's what is really life-giving for me. I set a timer for five minutes and I play some soothing instrumental music. I then take those five minutes to write out what I'm grateful for and what my prayer requests are. Some days I have more gratitude than prayer requests and other days I have more prayer requests than gratitude. There's really no right or wrong. I just have this page dedicated just for those two op- th- those two pieces of my day. Finally, the last page is an unlined page so I can free journal if I wish, just like I used to do. And I can add as many of those pages as I need or if I don't need to journal at all or maybe I don't have time, I can just skip this section. I journaled the entire month of January this way and so far into February. And it's a practice I believe is here to stay, at least for now, for me. Now moving on to my will. It's been more of a practice of surrendering and not trying to control. I initially had the launch date of this podcast for January 4th. But as you heard in episode one, I let my unhealthy thoughts sabotage me for a minute. I could have forced it and tried to get this podcast out on my own strength. But it was so much richer to allow God to love me through it. And boy, did he really love me through it. And I'll share some of that when we get to the spirit section of what that looked like. For emotions, allowing myself to feel God's love has been a rest to my soul. To know he loves me, whether I launch this podcast or not. And while yes, he was inviting me to step outside of my comfort zone and trust him more and also be a vessel for him to use, he still loved me even if I didn't take action. I know our society tells us that to receive praise, we need to do a good job. We start to associate love with actions, when in fact, that is the opposite of what God's word says. We can see that in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. We do not have to do anything to earn God's love. He gives it freely. Well, we've covered body and soul, so now let's move on to spirit. For my intuition, this is really a compilation of what I've already shared. From the insight to ask my chiropractor about my snoring, to moving the launch date of this podcast. For conscience, which is when the Holy Spirit bears witness to something we're experiencing, it was when I knew I was getting in my head about the podcast and what I needed to do, and God kept confirming what I knew to be true. Here's one of the many messages he shared with me when I was going through this kind of process. It's a message that I received through an email I subscribed to called Loop for Women, and it's by Jennifer Camp of Gather Ministries. Fair warning, I will reference writings from Gathering Ministries often as we progress in this podcast. Loop is one of their many ministries, and it's a prophetic devotional that helps women personally encounter God to quiet the lies that tear us down and live with confidence and purpose. God often speaks through their messages to me when I need them the most. It's like he knows. Of course he does. And he knows I'm not when I'm not in a place to hear from him directly then he'll get it to me somehow, whether it's through his word, through this loop message, through someone else, something else I might be reading. 
But this particular day, it was through this loop message. So this particular message came on January 4th, when I was pretty low and beating myself up over not launching the podcast. And I read this portion of the message that was sent out. There is light within you that cannot be contained. And that is a light that rewrites all past mistakes, rewrites all regrets, and gives you courage to go forward into the new story I give for you to share. Share with these people I bring, these people with whom you can trust your heart. Look for me. Ask me where I am. Ask me if I am with them. And if I am, go forward, daughter, and share that story of yours that will be a blessing to all who hear it. Because it is the story of hope, the story of light, the story of the two of us, so beautiful together. If I ever needed to hear a message that day, that was it. The day after the podcast was released, I was very nervous. I began to second guess myself. In fact, the podcast was automatically scheduled to release 6 a.m. on January 25th. And on purpose, I overslept that day so I wouldn't get up and cancel the episodes from dropping. The next day, I thought to myself, what have I done? Again, I began to get in my head. This time I took my journal out to have a conversation with God. And here is our dialogue. Me. Well, Poppy, I call him Poppy because he's my father after all. Just like you would have a name for your father or grandfather. I named him Poppy. I mean, he's God, but... Our dialogue, I start with Poppy. And feel free to let that be permission for you to come up with a name that means something to you that is endearing and intimate with you and God that only the two of you share. So I've shared my intimate name for him. So it's Poppy. Anyway, back to the message. I hope I did as you asked. Are you here and still doing it? And he answered, yes, Angie, once I commit, I'm committed. You can't comprehend that because you've never experienced it or been able to fully practice it. Yes, you did it right releasing it. We're doing this together. Me through you. Loosen your grip and worry. You took a step and it will get easier and easier. You're exercising a new muscle and it takes time to get strong. Just keep showing up and being obedient. I am for you and not against you. Now, I know for some of you listening, you may not have a dialogue with God like this and wonder how is that even possible? One of my goals for this podcast is that everyone can experience this level of conversation with God. In future episodes, we will explore all the ways you can hear from God. Right now, we are setting the foundation for you to be able to do just that. This is why I referred to this podcast in a previous episode as more of a pod class. So stick around and allow God to work on you through what is shared in each episode. They build upon each other. And you'll notice that the things that we're learning is kind of a foundation and it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. In fact, make sure you follow and share this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And I'd also love it if you would consider leaving a kind review so others can find us as well. Because again, the goal is for everybody to experience this level of intimacy with God. Okay, on to the last part of the spirit, and that is fellowship. Having a dialogue with God in my journal is certainly fellowship. But what stood out to me in January was when my church had worship night the last Sunday in January. It was an hour of just praise and loving God through song and prayer. 
and it was such an honor to spend this time loving on him. He gives me so much love, and one hour isn't even enough to begin to scratch the surface of the outpouring and love he gives me every minute of every day. So there you have it. That's what supported me in each area of my being for the month of January. For this week's Heavenly Position System Challenge, as always, we're going to take our journals and take at least 15 minutes in a quiet space, if at all possible. And we're going to take some time to reflect on the month of January for ourselves and for each of the three parts of our body, soul, and spirit, and the makeup of each of those areas. My hope for this episode is that it drew you a little bit closer to God and understanding and accepting yourself more. As I close, I will leave you with a piece of message from the flag messages by Gather Ministries. You are not defined by the world's standards unless you want to be. You do not need to be trapped by false idols, imprisoned by other people's expectations of you. You have not one thing to prove, not to me. To God be the glory. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. And be sure to tune in each week so we can learn together how to have a spirit-led life.